Get ready. Woo! We are tour and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. All right, another episode of the B3 Podcast. We're glad you listened. Of course, this one and every one brought to you by Travis Brett and Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Give him a call. 812-295-3129. Whose agent is he? That's my agent. Mike DeCourcy's That's insurance my, it's, agent. It's, it's my wife's agent, and I help pay the bill. <laughs> well, at least yeah, you, you you both know. We finally... As long as she's good with it, I really don't yeah, have a voice. We finally found that you're doing something, so... That's good to hear. Got a special guest tonight, one that we've been wanting for a long time, and I have especially been wanting to have on the show for a long time, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. Mr. Greg Bateman, voice of the Lagodi Lions. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. You know, it's funny. You've wanted me for a long time, but I never did get that invitation. That's not true. We discussed this. That you was did? a year ago. Well, a year ago. <laughs> but before we do anything, something I've been wanting to do for a long time, two years ago, All right. and and. I owe oh, you an apology, don't I? Yeah. Well, well I, think I don't I do. know if you owe him one, but you this has been eating a hole in your <laughs> soul for right. two years. And I said, I'm going to wait and do this until we get on the show. I'm going to apologize officially to Greg Bateman. All right. I grew up in Bridgeport, Illinois. I'm right. a Red Hill Saluki through and through, so I didn't grow up in this area. I was lucky enough to meet and marry a beautiful woman that went to Bar Reeve. So we end up back here. I've lived in Evansville, Batesville. We come back here. We start this podcast. Great idea. We're rolling. We're gaining audience. I have the grand idea to have all the sectional 63 coaches. We've got the one, two, and four, or two, three, and four coaches in the state of Indiana. What a great idea. Yep. I talked to all the coaches. I talked to my two at the time podcast co-hosts that live in this area. Not one person mentioned to me that you do the exact same thing the next night. <laughs> oh, the section round table? I had no idea. Wait a so, minute. I still don't know. Wait a minute. So you mean before our section round table? Yeah. You interview all the coaches? I did that year. You, you were did? there. I was? You and Wag showed up. It was at the golf course. Yeah, I remember being there, but that was the day before the section. That was the Sunday before your show on Monday. Oh. So, Monday, oh, okay. I'm at home, whatever, just got done yeah. with work. I get yeah. a text from somebody. Obviously, said, it, it wasn't burning at me. He didn't remember it. No. So, I get a text. Hey, the round table's coming on. You should tune in. I'm like, what? Well, the round table, yeah. I click, and I'm like, oh, my guy must look like the biggest no. asshole in I the never, world. I, I never... <laughs> I, I guess I didn't put two and two together that this is the same thing we're doing. I don't know. Yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, but it really was. That you think Haywood, about it. Yeah. Haywood, Thompson, yeah. Dow. Yeah. Okay. The only thing was we we served lots of alcohol and and uh, we cussed. Yeah. So you know, well, I guess it, pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I can't it was, believe I did. I, I swear to you, I never even <laughs> thought about that. Hey, why wouldn't I? I, I don't and know. That's what, and Greg, I've told him this for year, you know, two years now. I said in this area. That is just one more outlet for people to consume yeah. what they want to consume. Right. So yeah. I, I did feel I, I did feel badly, but I'm like, no one mentioned this to me. <laughs> wow. No no apology needed. Oh, I, never thought about it. I had a great time. That's why I was surprised I was never invited back. <laughs> <laughs> no, the truth of the matter is, uh, of course, I was going to come back sectional week, 
uh, because we thought Ligoti would be there on that Friday night, I guess, and they weren't. No, yeah, well, it would be this minute, show. This last yeah. year, yeah. right? Yeah, when we got beat by Orleans. Yep. And uh, I think I just texted you, and I don't know what you said. You said maybe, hey, do you want to come on or something? I said, ah, I really don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> and uh, wasn't feeling it. Yeah, you know, no, but, that, uh, that, yeah, that would yeah. be this this show right show? now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, a year ago. So okay. anyway, I'm, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I we won I feel like I have, I have had that lifted yeah. off my shoulders. You well, feel better? Yeah. And he forgives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, it, what is to err is human, but to forgive is divine. That's and Greg right. Bateman is divine. That's I mean, right. I, I would uh. say forgive and forget, but I forgot already. <laughs> I mean, uh, goodness. No, I, I seriously never thought about that. It was We had a great time. Uh, over my head. Oh, uh, that was head, so Brian. funny, though. When, yeah. I, when I turned that on and heard, and I'm like, how did no one mention this? I thought I had the grandest idea of all time. You so. see, if I would have known that. I would have stole every one of your subjects. I don't know why I didn't. <laughs> your questions, and because they already would have answered them, right? Well, you know, I do remember one thing you said. You said, yeah, um, you, you mentioned somebody's answer last night on the, and at the time, we hadn't shortened it to B3. It was the Birdies Bourbon and Basketball <laughs> podcast, and you're like, yeah, they call it Birdies and Bourbon, and boy, do they live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I don't remember that either. <laughs> So, well, anyway, we're here. It's, yeah. it's sectional week, one of, one of the greatest weeks in, in uh, the state of Indiana, for sure, especially if you're a basketball fan. And there has been, guys, some – I started my sectional week off. I just flipped on. The first game I saw on the Champions Network the other night was Jennings County and Bedford. What a game what, that was. That's how game. my week got started. But there's been some fantastic games. And, and – a highlight was being able to tell Dow that he could check in the post game last night, telling him that he could check Connorsville off his list, that he didn't have to oh worry about them anymore. Gosh. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? To, what, how, what did it be? Uh, bad, right? I mean, it was thirty-three yeah. to four uh, to eighteen. So, to so he didn't know. Quarter. He, he didn't know. Informed him because he mentioned he mentioned the the Connor. He's, you know, he was talking about you know the ups and downs of their season, you know, a little bit, and how they got you know got beat pretty good over there. And he said something about Connorsville, and and I said, well, if you don't know. You can check them off your list, the of t- a team you have to beat. Yeah. And he's like, and he just really. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, he didn't know. How long have you been in over here in Indiana? Let's see. We moved back in uh, the spring of seventeen. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So how have you become so immersed? And you are in uh, IHSAA, I mean, just the passion of it. Well, I was in Indiana. We were over in Batesville. Okay. But honestly, right. um, when we came back well, here. Well, you know, when I said how long have you been in Indiana, Batesville should have been included in that, right? <laughs> yeah, it's probably, well, <laughs> yeah, it's close to Cincinnati. Yeah, 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 I, okay. I'm not sure Batesville associates yeah, with it. They're kind of in it's Ohio. In the yeah, um, well, we won't get on Aaron Garrett right now. But <laughs> um, So when we moved back here, um, you know, as far as, I mean, I really honestly was always into it, but um, – I don't know, Deco. I think it kind of started with this podcast, and you and I became friends, and yep. and just you know end up doing girls basketball for well, and what ha- yeah. What happened about three or four years ago? We ended up talking. That may have been it. I don't know if that was a Dave Crooks Christmas party or a, or a Dwayne Christmas party, but we we ended up in a corner, just kind of kind of shooting the breeze about that, and and, uh, and uh, I you know I remember Jeff Doyle there, and and there was already talk at the time all those years ago, Greg. I don't I don't know, you know how. If you or how, or, but there was, are we going to buy the razor? Yeah. Is Dwayne Shake going to buy you know, or or Dave Crooks because everybody knew that it was for sale and and you know there was already that everybody but me apparently. Well, every yeah. <laughs> how long ago was this? No, uh, was three years ago. Yeah, every Saturday, Saturday night. Everybody but me. All right. Yeah, and okay. that and that was 
and that was, you know, the previous owners, and, and I think there had already been some toes dipped in the water, and, and you know, the goal then, I think, was to, what, what, what if we could get every Davies and Martin County team under, you know, kind of yeah. one, one banner, you know, yeah. and, and, and give, I remember that night talk, talking about Shoals, you know, and, and basically how they have zero coverage, yeah. and they have so many loyal businesses that donate to, right. to everything they do, and, and the thought was, if they're donating to this and to that and to this and to that, well, surely they would would sponsor advertisements on the air to, you know, to bring you know Shoals boys and girls basketball and and yeah, and, you know, here here well, here well, we sit. Well, you know, I think it was on the air that that I said the other night about Dwayne and we didn't know. Yeah, it was because we didn't know this time last year or when it was bought or when it was for sale if we would even have a sectional roundtable if we would even have a goatee yeah. and basketball because if it wasn't Dwayne. Who else might it be that has no interest in sports? And, uh, you know, hey, fortunately, Dwayne did. And and, and I, I got to – Dwayne is – he's a workaholic. Yep. You know, and, and he and he works local. Doesn't matter what community it is. And, and I think we're really blessed to have him being the one that, that's – Yeah. It, it, and it's brought us together, guys. It's a uh, – it's a good uh, – I'll have – I got a couple more drinks left. Um Dwayne mentioned, he, he told me a story one time about when Dave Crooks, you know, when his previous business split, and, and I think he maybe, maybe had a divorce in there or something, and he, he was basically starting over, and he bought Memories 107.9, and when he took it over, they had $17 in the bank, <laughs> Oh wow! bills backed up, mm-hmm. and it was the fall sports season, and they knew they already had football, and the whole thought was, we've got to get high school sports on the air because we know... In Davies County, people right. will support, you know, high school sports. And Dave said I, that he bought a book back when they had bookstores, <laughs> so- Soccer for Dummies. And he taught himself enough about soccer yeah. to broadcast to Hatchet to Soccer wow. on the air that That's year. Great. And that was the first thing that, that, that those guys did to, 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 you know, not just start the, the, the broadcast coverage that we yeah. enjoy today, but basically to put some distance between them and bankruptcy. I mean, that's they bought a business that had wow. nothing going on, and, wow. and now. Yeah. Well, and, and we can, I guess we could start here. I've got a million things to talk about before we get into basketball, but I think all three of us have a love for local radio. I mean, I grew up on WAKO in Lawrenceville and and Kent Lankford at the time, and he did all the Lawrenceville and some Red Hill games, and then Steve Anderson has done that. But um, local radio, especially in an area like this where people still care about especially high school sports, but local news and things like you're showing on, on the shows you got that we'll talk about, I just I love local radio, and I think you guys do too. That was one of the things we bonded over was talking about our radio geekdom. Well, and, and before I and I, this is where I'm going to turn Bateman loose and let him go, but I, I haven't told Greg this yet. But I called you and told you uh, my daughter had a volleyball deal last weekend, and we're driving home from Fort Wayne last Saturday night, and just north of Bloomington, probably about Martinsville, we caught 105.5, and we're just flipping stations and we're just shooting the breeze, and and it was the local. Bedford Radio Station calling Thank you. the girls 4A state championship game. And it wasn't the IHSA network. And the IHSA network is awesome. Yeah, I know. But it was the local guys. And it was awesome. It was magic. Yeah. It was art. I mean, it yeah, was, it was beautiful. And they were down four when we caught them. And, I, you know, Dylan just set up. And it was like, because there's a girl from Bedford on her team. Oh, come on. And, 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 it, and I mean, we felt every 
play and the three-point play and turnover, it, it was just anybody that says, oh, anybody can do it, no, you can't. Because that broadcast, and I meant to send those guys a Facebook message this week just saying I had nothing against Fishers. I don't know any kid at Bedford, but that broadcast was unbelievable. It was it was an amazing broadcast. And this and, guy right here and, can do it. And he yeah. and, and, the, and the guy, I've, I've told him this to his face, and I'll say it on air for everybody. He is the best. Without question. In, in southern Indiana. And 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 he's he's universally respected, and he, and he brings you into the arena even when you're not there. And that's what I felt like Saturday night. It was awesome. Well, thanks for that. Uh, are you old enough, Mike, to remember the old state finals? Every radio station was there. Every radio yeah. station was I, there. I mean, I've seen pictures recently. You know, it's not intentionally, but, but you've got the front row and front three or four rows. Everybody's got their headsets on. Yep. Because every local station went up there yep. to do the ball game. Yep. And that's what I miss. Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, yeah, we'll do the game, you'll do the game or whatever. But uh, obviously when you go to four classes, it's a little bit different. Right. But that's what, that was crazy. You'd it was, those, it, everybody would have heads. You'd have those banners. Three rows oh, deep yeah. of every station. Yep. What was it like that in Illinois? It it was to a certain extent because we always made a pilgrimage to Assembly Hall in Champaign at the University of Illinois for the state finals and and the Class A state finals, the small school. And it, it was maybe not quite that much, but there was a lot of a lot of radio stations that were were represented for sure. You know the the first I don't know about the first, but uh, Jay Scheidler. Oh, yeah. No, I was looking, actually, at, at your podcast. Here he goes. Jay Scheidler has well, been on this podcast. I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> and I saw that. That's why I wanted to bring that up, because I was looking, because I had to look for where the podcast is, you know, and I found it. And I saw that you'd done one with Jay Scheidler, and I remember when Jay Scheidler played high school ball in Lawrenceville. Oh, uh, something else. But yet, we're here in Indiana, but you, but you know Jay Scheidler. Didn't he go to Kentucky? He did go to Kentucky, yeah. yep. Yep. So, so I, I he was on the team the the Goose Givens game when they for the national fi- in the national final uh-huh. that uh, yeah he was on that team. So what what's he done? He lives in Robinson, Illinois now. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I can't remember honestly did, did what he's doing. I think he's oh yeah, and and as a matter of fact, now that you say that, I remember Coach Thompson saying he he was at our bar even Robinson game. Oh. you know, post, and I don't know if he has a nephew or a. Yeah, th- I saw yeah, that but- picture. It was him and Ron Felling, yep. and actually uh, the guy that wrote this on Facebook that we're going to discuss here in a little bit, Corey Ray's an uh, assistant coach at, at Robinson. But they had a picture, and, and I'm not sure why all those guys were there, honestly. But that yeah, was a great picture. Yeah, Doug no- or no, uh, Joe Novacek, somebody else was there. I can't remember who it was. But, but yeah, my one of my first high school basketball memories, so I was born in 68, so, and Scheidler was seven, so I was eight years old when, when Scheidler's senior year. And I remember my dad and all his buddies getting together because they were headed the, the, you know, Illinois does it opposite, regional and then sectional. Yeah. Sectional was in our gym. Lawrenceville was there. So they were all going to watch Scheidler. And I remember dad said, just talking about two, kid, two names I remember. My dad talking about when I was a kid, Rick Mount and Jay Scheidler. <laughs> oh, that's and, and uh, but and then so then the next week they go to Champaign on a Friday afternoon. They had like a three o'clock game. I get home because at, at that time Illinois sent eight to state. You weeded it out on Friday, and then Saturday was a semifinal. And uh, 
I literally had to hold, the two of my dad's buddies were at the house, I had to hold the antenna just <laughs> right because Channel 3 out of Champagne didn't come in great, but it, like, if I held it just right so they could watch the Lawrenceville game that afternoon. Yeah, so. the kids are saying, well, do you have kids listen, li- kids listen <laughs> yeah, to this Actually, not? more than you think, okay. yeah. well, especially you know. in Bloomfield. <laughs> Are we off format yet? or what, what? <laughs> oh, Remember, it's it been usually a while lasts since I've been 10 here. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, our format doesn't last. After oh, okay. we, we, we make sure we read that Travis commercial right at the beginning, and then it's just all <laughs> hell from there. Okay. <laughs> all right. What but, do we want to talk about now? Well, you know, and, and I think, Brian, I know just yeah, closing this up, I, you know, we, we talk about so many people in our area who grew up in the, you know, the magical 1970s for Ligoti. Or, you know, so many other, you know, schools in our area who've had that time period. I mean, you know, that that's what you grew up in in Illinois with with, with Lawrenceville, yeah. you know, three oh. miles from your hometown. I mean, you, you, you lived when people say, oh, you don't understand. You yeah. understand. Yeah, and, and and I loved our Red Hill Saluki guys. I mean, we do a whole old-school Red Hill podcast just about that old stuff. But those Lawrenceville Indians in 83-84 with Marty Simmons and Doug Novsek and Jeff Gear and Ernie Ho, they were like the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, they were literally like the Beatles. And, and still my greatest thing on this podcast, um, especially now that I've made my apology to Greg, um, the greatest thing was interviewing Marty Simmons. That was the that was the total fanboy in me coming out, and and it was just just awesome. Oh, but that's great. but anyway, local radio is yeah. is still to me. I, I still flip on stations when I'm around. Oh, I mean, who who doesn't? If you're on your way home from a game, you're searching for every yeah game. for it, any it, game. It, it's ten o'clock. Maybe there's one in overtime. Oh, yeah, right. I, you know, I, I did that last night leaving leaving the Hatchet House. There's got oh come on. Is there any – come on, level? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, come right. on. Tell me all about it. Yeah. And, and it was nothing. Now, yeah. now, let me ask you guys something because I was thinking about this last night when we're at the sectional because we're getting the scores from Connersville. We're getting the scores from uh, – where else? You know, <laughs> getting the scores from the Hatchet House, all these things. Well, when we were younger, that's what you lived for all around the state, these upsets and such. Yeah. And, and I know it's different with four classes, but to me, this week has brought that back because – I don't care if Connorsville wins or loses or Bedford North Lawrence, but I want to know. You know yeah, I wanna, right, right, right. And, 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 of course, today you know right away. But, but it still brings out the kid in you and, wow, that, that's, that's an upset. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, I think, yeah, we're 1A school, but to me it's almost as good as back in the glory days, to me, I, sectional week. It's Todd Lancaster, you know, RIP to his dog. But, yeah, but, but, yeah. But, oh, yeah, I didn't mention but, Todd couldn't be here yeah, tonight. Yeah, but, but, but Todd mentions that, you know, we, we are – our area is a dinosaur, and he means that in the nicest way possible. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, And he doesn't say a lot of nice things. No, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he's mentioned – And when he does, he says that. <laughs> yeah. No, and, and essentially he just says that, you know, the, the, the love of your community yeah. and your school – it's, it's one thing that so many other areas have moved past, and he's yeah. and, and, and not here, not yet, and hopefully never. And, and, and that's why when North Davies goes to a different class, when Barreve goes to a different class, yeah, if you win the state, you win the state. It's the greatest thing in the world. But that sectional with all those teams in there, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. yeah wow. I, Hard I, to top. My, yeah. The closest thing to me experiencing that, um, my dad grew up in Vincennes, so – Every year when I was a kid, I would go over, spend the night with my aunts, 
And because at the time they weren't long, they were probably in late 20s, 30s. They were still watching Vincent's Lincoln basketball. So I would always go to Adams Coliseum to the sectional with my Aunt Rita. And and so I, I got to experience that. And, and what a great place to watch a basketball game was Adams Coliseum. So got to see some really good teams. And, and I was just talking to somebody the other day. They said about being over at, at, at Bridgeport. And then we got to talk about Lawrenceville. And I still say that 81 Vincent's Lincoln team combined with the 82-83 Lawrenceville Indians in that 15-mile radius is... It'll be tough to beat, yeah. I mean, yeah. Witte went to VU and IU. You know, Carl Donovan was 6'6". Crooks went to Evansville. He could shoot. And then you go into Marty Simmons and Doug Novosek, who we've already mentioned. Jeff Gear played D1 yeah. basketball. I mean... Yeah, so that's like wow. you're going to Washington. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah. the amount of, of talent in, in, in those teams are just incredible. But um, anyway, also incredible is the basketball we got going right now. Uh, and yeah, we Listen, we are up for one hell of a weekend. Hope so. Hope so. Don't you mind? I, 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 I really hope so. And, uh, and, and for years, and, and, and Greg, you'll appreciate this, the one thing that, you know, as you change coaching staffs, as we did, you know, four or five years ago, one thing that Coach Hughes always said, and then when we got to Coach Thompson, it's like, does everybody say this? But leaving the gym before a walkthrough, both of those guys say, and Albert, you can shake your head if you've heard it too, but both of those guys say, guys, somewhere tonight in the state of Indiana, somebody's going to get beat that nobody expects. Yeah. There is going to be an upset that nobody called. Two of them were Connorsville and, <laughs> and North Posey beating South Spencer. And North Posey yeah. beating South Spencer. And he just said, is our guard up? Are we ready to play? Is that going to be us? Right. And now, you know, as, as we kind of enter the tournament, you know, playing second field a little, a little bit to the Lions and, and to Orleans, you know, that, that little – talking point takes on a, a, a whole new thing a, a little right. new meaning where we're for so long we've we've been a, a favorite or a co-favorite now that the, the 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 worm has turned a little bit you know you know could it could it be you because i mean if if i'm Ligoti and i'm orleans i've got all of the bulletin board material the warning signs the this could happen to you we can talk about connorsville we can talk about this we can yeah. talk about north posey we like I mean, right here in our in our area, it it Vincent's over Princeton last night. Yeah, yeah. Vincent's so, a four win team. We Princeton, watched it. I, you know, four, 13, 14 wins. I mean, that on paper that should have been a fifteen point game. And, and Lincoln never trailed. And Lincoln never trailed. They jumped out what <coughs> nine to two, I think it was, and and, and got up by what thirteen ish somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood when Princeton made that run, got to within one, got, got I believe. Yeah, one, yeah. I thought, well, that, and, and they've got North Davies they now. They have North Davies now, correct. And, and you're doing that game? I am doing actually I'm doing them both. Dwayne's out of town, so I will be doing the the Hatchet uh, Heritage Hills game at six thirty. That, that'll be a and, good one. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. I, I think it's gonna be better than what it was last time and then I'll do Vincent's Lincoln North Davis uh, in the second one. So so who's helping you tomorrow night? Uh, Kyle Cornelius will do okay. the. He's the regular uh, color guy for the for the hatchet games, and then Blake Burkhart is doing yeah. the the North Davis. Now, side now have you done much play by play? I have done. Let's see, a um, couple games for you um, when 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 Deco for the for the Lady Vikings. Cause I do regular color for the for those games. Right. Couple games we he had a boy boys and girls played at the same time, so I I did play by play. 
filled in for Dwayne once and then last night. So I have extensive experience. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. But, um, but, you know, I have fun with it. Oh, yeah. I, I, awesome. I have a real yeah. good time. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, but Vincent Lincoln doing that last night was, was I don't know, a, a terribly giant upset, but it was shocking. And then especially, like I say, when Princeton came back, cut it to one, you thought, well, Vincent's had a nice run. And. They didn't buckle, you know. Yeah, they, Kids they, made plays. And, yeah, didn't break. But it was fun watching, knowing the way the Bensons has gone the last couple of years. Um, man, it was fun watching those kids. Just they were for just, them, yeah. yeah, they they were they were having having a great time. But hey, real quick before we go into the section, let's take a quick break here, and we're going to have our second installment of <laughs> Wyatt's Restaurant Review. Wyatt Stone is uh, is our official culinary. Would we call him a culinary expert, Nico? Is that what culinary he, expert? Well, he yeah. eats out more than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Matter of so fact, if you call that an expert. Yeah, when I texted him it's this good week, good gig if you can get it. It's a good gig. When I texted him this week, I said, "Hey, I'll give you a call. We'll do the uh, we'll do the restaurant review." And he said, "Well, I'm on my way to um, the I won't tease it. The restaurant we're doing next week." Uh, he said, "I'm on my way there now." I said, "Okay, when you get back from there, let's do the last one." So we'll take a break here, and we will hear from Wyatt Stone and Wyatt's Restaurant Review. It's time for Wyatt's Restaurant Review. This is installment number two, and you're you're a fan favorite already, Wyatt. So let's go. What restaurant are we going to review here on Wyatt's Restaurant Review today? Uh, Buffalo Louie's in Bloomington. It's one of my favorites. All right. Well, yeah, I like Buffalo Louie's. So, okay, well, let's talk about when you're on the review day, what did you have at Buffalo Louie's? Oh, I went to, I had their mild wings with their curly fries and a Diet Mountain Dew, and it was really, really good. Mild wings, curly fries, and Diet Mountain Dew. Now, I, I'm sensing that Diet Mountain Dew is a regular order for Mr. Stone. Yes, it is. All right. So, now, how was the service at Buffalo Louie's? Oh, Ed and his team do a great job. They're great people, and I just love the atmosphere in there, and... Oh, there's so many things I could say about Ed Schwartzman and his team, but I like it. Okay, well, fantastic. Now, did you keep your plastic cup or did you turn it in? No. Oh, I have several plastic cups, but I've been several times. Oh, okay, I got you. All right, so you had, and, and the, the wings, were they good meaty wings or, or was it just little bony ones? Oh, no, I do the bone-in wings. I like them. I like them bone in. I used to hate bone in, but now, but now I'm starting to like them bone in. Okay. Now, can you not the drummies, but the ones that are regular wings? Can you take all the meat off in just one fail swoop? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Okay. All right. I'm just checking. I've seen a certain uh, co-host of this podcast um, take it all off in one bite. So, now, what do you dip it in? Do you go ranch, blue Ooh. cheese? What are we talking? Ooh, definitely ranch, but I tried your blue cheese before. It's really good, too, so. Now, are you, like, a, a healthy guy, or are you like the rest of us that just leave the celery just sitting there? <laughs> oh, I don't like celery much. Okay, all right. Okay, now the curly fries. They're a, they're a good, crispy curly fry at Buffalo Louie's? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're, so, you know how Arby's does it? Yeah. They're like Arby's, but they're not like 
but they're they're similar to Arby's curly fries. Okay, Buffett Louise in Bloomington, Indiana. On a scale of one chicken leg to four chicken legs, how are we going to rate them? Four chicken legs. A four chicken leg rating for Buffaloes. Awesome. Well, that'll wrap it up today. Wyatt, thank you. And that's been Wyatt's Restaurant Review. There we go. That was Wyatt's restaurant review, and uh, he liked Buffaloes, guys. I, I hit it with my daughter last week, and I agree with his assessment of, of, of four chicken legs. Yeah, four chicken legs all around for Buffaloes, and and uh, Wyatt next week. I'll go ahead and tease it now. Wyatt will be uh, reviewing Golden Corral next week in Bedford. It's been a while. Greg Bateman, when is the last time you've been to Golden Corral? You know, this, Have this, you ever been to Golden oh Corral? Oh, my gosh, yes. I used to. You know, maybe. Yeah, I loved it my college days, but not when I didn't buy. So I was telling my father-in-law the other day, I loved it when I'd come visit you guys because you'd take me out to eat. I couldn't afford anything. Golden Corral, are you kidding me? Yeah. But uh, I didn't know even outside of Bedford, do they have them still across There's the There's one in Evansville, I know. Okay. They're right. not Is it just, still in Evansville? Yeah, Bed- 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 Bedford was the, the one that's still hanging on. Yeah. So. Well, oh, Golden um, Corral, loved it. Yeah, so so tune in. I've already talked to Wyatt about Golden Corral, and uh, we're in for we're in for a shocker on that one. So just get ready. And not shocking is when you have something go wrong, but Travis Brett is your agent. You <laughs> you have anything to worry about? I mean, no, you don't. Yeah. And and what you do is you go to two hundred one JFK Avenue in Lagodi or three hundred four. Three hundred four. It's <laughs> either it's on one. JFK Avenue. Wait a minute, that's He's my address. You're going to <laughs> oh say hey. He's Pretty gotten close. so big, he has two addresses, two addresses. on JFK Avenue. Yeah. Hey, and, and you see Chad or you see Travis. I see Chad, by the way. Does that help? Yeah, that yes, does. Yeah. Absolutely. It well, is, and it if is. you can't go see Chad or Travis, call 812-295-3129. Auto Home Life, Renters Business, Farm and Crop. If you turn 83 like Albert Cavanaugh did today. No way. You'll be insured. Happy birthday. For your whole life. 83. Happy birthday to Albert. Wow. So Travis Brett, Indiana, Farm Bureau Insurance, Mike DeCourcy, you don't knock on wood. I, I have stopped knocking on wood. So stop knocking on wood. Well, you guys are good. Traps. You take this serious, don't you? We do. Yeah, we're, we're highly professional. See, I feel like when Greg's here, I should clean things up yeah, a little yeah. bit. I haven't I, said the I, F word yet. Yeah, I, think I, I sit up a little bit straighter <laughs> when Bateman comes around. Yeah, I do too. All so right. somebody, somebody pays you something, you make sure you give them what they're paying for. That's Absolutely. Good. That's good. Absolutely. Okay. There's no quell. I, ask him. Okay. <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. 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 We haven't trashed him on here yet. Yeah. I mean, every time we've tried to quit the podcast, he's always come back so i guess that's yeah yeah well and and he's at it he's at a full life yeah absolutely albert i told him i said happy birthday he's 83 he doesn't look a day over 90 i thought i thought that was uh (laughs) (laughs) no but albert had his had the whole family back here yeah Uh, yeah. had a nice so today is actually today is the day right okay today is the day how fitting is it he was born during sectional week i i as, as I have mentioned on the broadcast, my, my favorite Dave Kavanaugh-ism, yeah. which was also a Lee Kavanaugh-ism, is uh, you get called for a questionable foul and you put the opposing team at the free throw line and the first free throw when it's missed, Dave and Lee Kavanaugh always said, God knows. God knows. God knows. <laughs> Same thing with Albert. I, I played for Lee Kavanaugh. I don't remember that. But yep, God knows. He, he, he God might knew. have said a few other things. Well, now, actually... He was pretty good about that. Yeah. He he, uh, he might say, by 
golly, what's yeah. going? You know, Cotton something like that. Picking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You think he's going to, but he stopped short. No, he yeah. he, he always tap danced on the line. There's yeah. no doubt about it. All right, I think there's a game tomorrow night. Let me peruse the schedule here. Let's see, Evansville Central, Evansville Rights, Mitchell, Linton, Stockton, Eastern. Hey, hey we're Greenside. over here. We're oh, Barry Vlagodis yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. All right, you two just have it out. Just start arm wrestling. Well, you know or what's something. fun? What's I'm fun just is glad they're going to let us in the gym tomorrow night. What you think? We're, we're, we're just. Hey, I'm glad they're going to let us on the floor. The, the question is, oh. what time they let you out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Work release typically. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's going to be a great game. Uh, did you? Did, I'm sure you didn't hear our post game, but Coach Haywood said uh, on the he said somebody asked me uh, I heard to it, make yep. sure we don't uh, overlook Bar Reeve. He said, "Do you know how dumb, dumb that, that sounds?" sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, we haven't we haven't said that in 45 years." You know, I mean it's just I understand it. You know, we we did win on the road. When has that ever mattered in, in sectional time? It, ever? Well, and 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 you go no farther than how how Bar Reeve in the last you know, 20 years or whatever has played on the floor of Jack Butcher Sports Arena. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you go and right ahead. I looked that up. No, we've, we've played better there. And it's not just been Ligoti. It's been other tournament games. And, you know, it's, it's like I mentioned last week, I don't know if the, if the eyeballs look at the rims differently historically for Bar Reeve teams late, you know, but it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a home away from home. I don't know if that's disrespectful or not, but, when you can get on a bus and you don't have to go any farther than seven miles, yeah, and and you know you're gonna you, 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 any fan of yours that wants to be there can be there, right? I mean, it's a nice, especially when you don't have to play Lagodi. It's a nice, it's a great place to play because it's it's it is a home away from home. Yeah, for that well, reason. Well, let me give you these, and you might have them, but I've got these ready to go tomorrow night. Jack Fellers always loads us up. Coach Thompson. While head coaching at Bar Reeve on Jack Butcher Arena floor is eleven and two himself. Okay. Bar Reeve's record in Lagodi on the home on Lagodi's home floor since two thousand five. I, I I couldn't believe this. I, I've seen every game, but I still couldn't believe this. Forty six and five. Wow. And that's regular season. In the sectional, eight and one. I sh- I should take that back. Yeah, eight and one against Lagodi. Twenty three and two in the sectional. One loss to Lagodi, one to North Davies. In the regional, 15-2, and two, both losses to Borden. Borden. 46-5? and five? Wow. Yeah. Now, again, that doesn't mean all those games are against Lagodi. You had a lot of regional wins there. And, no, and, 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 a lot of and, and you, you go the long way in the sectional and you get three, uh, but, but it, it has. It's been a – you, you have to remind people that, that what has happened in the last couple of decades, and, and I don't know what it was like in the 70s – in Lagodi, Greg, and I'm not comparing eras. I'm just saying it, it was a time of, of dominance for a program. It's not always like this at a small school. You are going to have peaks. You're going to have oh. valleys. and Everywhere else. And, it, and, it, <laughs> and it's, it's almost like a – I know you're getting back from Vegas, Brino, but it's, it's almost like somebody's on that ridiculous run, that ridiculous heater, and it's like you can't win this hand or it's not going to land on red again. And for, for Barib for so long – you can go back through that list because, trust me, we've done it too. Overtime, one-point game, two-point game, three-point game. I mean, the, just the number of games that we've won under five points, that's, that's where losing last year to North Davies. I just think I think people just felt, you know, if we keep it in the vicinity, we're going to do what we always did. And, you know, North Davies had other ideas, and you saw what they did once, yeah. they, once they grabbed it. So it, 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 it's been a nice place to play. It's been great for our fans. Um I hope we've enjoyed it. I hope we start 
a new run beginning tomorrow night, but it's going to be a ridiculously tall order against and, – and the best compliment I can give Ligoti is they're old. They yeah. are old. Peyton Bledsoe. We have had we have tried to figure out a way to stop him since Reagan was president. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's like there's always been that one guy yeah. back in the '80s when when it was what it used to be. That one guy from Purdue. He always yeah. seemed to be like look like a linebacker, and he was there for nine years. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, nowadays you are there for nine <coughs> years as we yeah. as Pete Maravich's record falls. Yeah. But yeah, like you say, it seems like he has been there forever. But you know what, what's amazing, and, and Brian, I don't know how much you know this. I know you know the Albert Cavanaugh story. But our success in the 70s, 80s, what have you, Jack Butcher, of course, Tim Nante, of course. But Lee Cavanaugh is the one that everybody will point to that here's the system. You know, it starts down here. And in your case, Albert Cavanaugh. I mean, how amazing is that? In one family, the two programs, how one of them was so dominant – well, for 20 years. Right. And then another one so dominant for 20 years. And brothers. Yeah. And our friend John Mullen, when he, when he was still the principal at Ligoti, and, and this, may, this may have post-dated um, when, when he left his position there, but he one time got into Albert's books. I remember him coming down to the office. And, uh, you know, it was, it was before Lee, you know, uh, you know his final days were when, when he was still in good health. But, but Albert... Uh, and Lee both gave John access to every book that they had basically ever had since they had started coaching or every result that they had had. And basically John had figured out between the two of them, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, and I think, Greg, you may correct me, but there were years that, did Lee coach all four levels at Ligoti? He coached seventh and eighth. I don't know. Where do you mean? Fifth, sixth, seventh, fifth, and eighth? Uh, but, but he was always two levels. He, he was. Now, prior to me, I think he coached fifth grade at Crane maybe. Yeah, he coached up at Crane, Brian Canada, yeah. and others in the lower levels. But right. Yeah, from what I remember, in the 70s, it was 7th and 8th, but he coached 7th and 8th. But, yeah. but, but long story short, he tabulated it up between the two of them, and I don't even remember who's – I guess Albert would be ahead right now because I'm giving him some of my wins. But um, basically 2,000 wins between the two of them. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. crazy. I mean, it's, 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 that's And wild. I'm sure, like, as second and third graders, they were traveling all over the state and down into Kentucky for weekend tournaments. <laughs> yeah, so, well, yeah. You, you yeah no. Do that back then. <laughs> no, no, they weren't. Only psychos do that. Oh, well, I got you. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't like that. You, you didn't start at second grade, third grade. It, it was fifth grade, you know, and uh, yeah. but, but you taught the system, right? You taught the system that Jack Butcher wanted. Taught the system, maybe that Brian Hughes wanted, or, or whatever it is, and and uh, y y you're exactly right. What was it, Todd? You said said that uh, it's just not like this everywhere. This, we're in a what? What do you call us? We're a dinosaur. We're a dinosaur. We're, we we're, are, and I hope we stay a dinosaur for a long, long time. Yep, I do too. What's Bar Reeve got to do to beat Lagodi? This is going to s fly in the face of everything that anybody thinks that they know about basketball. Okay. Are you ready for this? I am. I've studied it. I've broke down hours and hours of film, and I've got it. Yep. All right. Barry's going to win tomorrow night if they make shots. There you go. <laughs> That's it. There's, there, there's your key. If, if we can come out tomorrow night, yeah, you, you want to hit the breaking news stuff? Well, I don't know if I'm uh, – no, I think I'm going to go with your theme song. <laughs> and, uh, 
and and and, and, I, and I, I. But it sounds silly. But it's the same with Lacey Higgins. I, she said the same I, thing, and and she said, "I know this sounds stupid. If we make shots, we win games." And and, 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 and I'm half joking about it. And and you know, we played up at Bloomfield last uh, last Friday night, and you know, they they it was a goofy start. They did have a senior night, and you know, you're you, you've got a couple of kids starting who don't normally start. But we had a great start, and and I'm. I think I'm, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Greg. I, I just thought Bloomfield that night. I said I don't know if they're going to win the one A state championship. I know they've got a shot. I said, but I felt like they played state championship defense. I mean, they get in your shirt, in your shorts, eighty four feet, and they guard you, and they do it physically, and they do it clean, and 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 it's hard to really go anywhere. And we had four turnovers, and we broke it even. You know, broke even on the boards. And, you know, all these little stats that you look at after the game and you're like, all right, well, if we lose that battle, then we're in trouble. It's like, you know, we, we, we broke even in the rebounding department. We didn't turn it over at all. We didn't do this. We didn't do that. And eventually we just we didn't make enough shots. Right, yeah. Now, they had a lot to, lot to do with it, but I, I think anybody that knows knows that, that the Vikings Achilles uh, heel this year is we have these six, eight-minute spells kind of like we did in the second half of the third and the beginning of the fourth quarter against Lagodi up here, you know, six weeks ago. And, and, and those are killers yeah. against, against great teams. So if we can play 32 minutes of consistent basketball where we put it in the bucket, we got a shot. But if we have an eight-minute wall, you know, we're, we're, we're done at 7.30 tomorrow night. I, I did some games with you uh, over the holidays and because the girls and boys were in the same tournament, and and they had the turnover bug going at that time, they seem to have gotten over that. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's where a young team's coming back, and it's just man, because I was the point guard on the JV, or I was this here, and that's that's one thing that coaches has 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 figured out. And I think uh, not one of my finer nights, but the uh, the North Davies game. Um, you know, where we're getting blitzed by all sorts of. Uh, we don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. <laughs> oh, oh, I. Uh, yeah, let's talk. No, no but but <laughs> you know, but, but but that night we got we got pressed and trapped all over the floor and and uh, you know we got beat by ten or whatever it was. We had six turnovers. We hit nine or ten threes, and uh, you know the, the the margin at the end didn't reflect. Yeah. You know, Brian, you were on the air with me. How close the game was? I mean, we led at halftime. Yeah. We 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 led again late in the third quarter, um, but we we have to have that type of effort. And and if we don't. Peyton Bledsoe is not going to forget how to score no. <laughs> suddenly tomorrow no, night. Yeah. Is is Lagodi playing their best basketball this season? Oh, I by, sort by of far. feel like they are. Yeah. By far. Now, you do worry. You know, Washington Catholic and Vincent Zervais have been two of the last, whatever, three, four right. opponents. Um, but even prior to that, Bedford. Now, now you can go down to one, every one of Lagodi's seven losses, and we have an excuse for everything. We think we could have won every one of them if Peyton was there or if a ball would have rolled Bedford. You know, it was a broken play at oh, the end. Oh, it was end. a dumb play at it the end. It landed I mean, right it was, in the guy's yeah. hand and put it in. And that's on the road against a very good Bedford team. Evansville Christian, Parker was got hurt. And and before that, what, whatever. We could have – but, yes, I've never seen a team at Lagodi be so improved from the beginning of the year to the end than this one here. That does not mean they're going to show up tomorrow night or Saturday night. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for a team that you want to be playing its best going into the sectional – it's the best I've seen Lagodi play going into the tournament in a long time. Yeah, I I, I kind of had that feeling watching scores a little bit that I've seen and 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 but listening to Coach Haywood, 
he's guarding against that, and as he has to, and, and to that point, like you said, when he's had people say, are you overlooking Barive? And, and he's, he's not going, if I know anything about Ryan Haywood, where he played football at Mount Carmel, and he's, he's the little bit that I know him, he's not going to let that happen. No, 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 no. No, I, was, I happened to take equipment up early, uh, well, it was Thursday because Ligoti didn't, or Wednesday, yesterday, because Ligoti didn't play, but there's a night game, so we were practicing. And I mean, coach got on him. I mean, he maybe he does that every practice. I know they have fun, but he was on them, you know, and uh, he's not letting up yeah. just because they're playing well. You know, to your point, Mike, I agree totally. And, and, and yeah, it sounds silly if you make shots, but in my mind, what I've seen, Bar Reeve hasn't made shots this year. Every year, there's somebody against Ligoti that goes crazy, right? Yep. I mean, from the outside. I don't know who that's going to be this year. It could be Donnie Miller. It could be Braden Epp easily. Yeah. But we've seen that on yeah. that floor but, yeah. last but, year. But we've seen it consistently for the past 20 years from Bar Reeves, somebody from outside. I don't know that you've seen that this year. No. Right? And, and that's been a difference for them. It, it, it's been a huge difference. Yeah. And, and I, I told some of the guys yesterday, and, and I told Josh, I, you, you, you meet people and you go around and, and – and, and suddenly, you know, you know, 10 head coaches that you play against. And there's one in particular that I talked to that we don't play anymore. But I just said, you know, I know you've, you've got film from us. And, and you know, tell, tell me what you think about us. What, what do we do well? What do we do not well? And, and uh, you know, quite simply, he, 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 the person I'm talking about said, I, I think defensively your, your wrinkles are on point. Other coaches in the area look at Bar Eve and, and, and the question is going to be, what are they going to – you know, kind of conjure up to take away tonight and, and mention how how we do that, how Josh does that better than, than, than almost anybody. But he also said, sometimes you got to have a dude. And, and, he, and he said, you know, when all hell's breaking loose, who's going to go just get the bucket, get in the lane and score, or get in the lane and get fouled and go to the free throw line? And he said, that's he, – he said, it sounds simple. He said, but there's a lot of times when you're just dying for a basket – and, and, and where do you go for offense? And, and, and Ligoti, they've got it. I mean, yeah. they, they, yeah. and, and I mean, that's not a Fox News alert. I mean, they've got it. They've got a place where they can go. And, and, and that's such and, and an the, advantage. And the thing that's changed so much since the beginning of the year, since Peyton got hurt, it was Peyton. I mean, who else was going to score you didn't know on any given night? Now all five players can give you 15 to 20 points. Drew Walker won't because he'll pass. But he can, and, and it's, it's an amazing improvement in the confidence that you've seen from Isaac Eagle and Drew Walker and Parker Arvin's playing very well, too. But one thing I liked about Barr, even that Southridge game, Evan Waymeyer. I, I mean, I, when I saw him early against Lagode, maybe he got in foul trouble. I think he might have. Yep. So it wasn't a factor whatsoever. But uh, he showed some fight. You know? And another thing, you know, if Barry fans would look at it this way, and I'm sure they have, but – any team across the state of Indiana, if you've, got, if you've not got one senior that plays, yet you're above 500, mm-hmm. that's yeah. crazy. Well, and, and, and not know. just seniors. I mean, I mean these are younger than juniors, right? And, and I mean, Greg, I know you've probably felt this from the Ligoti side from time to time, you know, through the last several years. But I, I, I think anybody that understands what's going on, and you know, I always say anybody has a brain, but – no, everybody knew it wasn't going to be the same, and it and it and it, and it was probably not going to be for a couple of years. But still, there there's a lot of people, a lot of teams, 
who when they feel like they can get a clean shot on us, it's still bar even. They're going to take it out on us. And yeah. it doesn't matter that those kids have never, you know, all they are, they were in the program at the same time when all the success happens. They really didn't have a lot to do, do to to do with any of the success. Yeah. And I know Ligoti probably got some of those, especially in the mid-2000s when there was injuries and, you know, people moving away and, you know, troubles and this and this and that where, you know, you're looking in the mirror going, you know, we're trying to have a winning season and, and we're, we're, getting, we're getting popped by people and it's a way bigger game to them than it probably should be. Right. But you're still playing the jersey and not always just the kids on the floor. And I think we've seen that a lot this year. And, and, and you know, Barreve against Ligoti, you're always going to get that. You are all – you do not – you know, I, I, they, I remember them asking Coach Hughes one time. They said, what do you have to tell your kids to get up to play Ligoti? His answer was, get on the bus. We're going to play Ligoti. <laughs> That's it. That's all yeah, we needed. Yeah. And, 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 and if and, you have to do more than that, yeah. there's way there's deeper major problems. Yeah. And yeah. that's where, you know, if, 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 if there's anybody that is thinking that way in Ligoti tomorrow, you know, there needs to be a – a program-wide lobotomy, and I, you know, I don't love that he said it, but but I love that Coach Haywood understands that. What are you talking about? Over, you know, this is our arch rival. Yeah. And and until they they're gone, you know, they're they're a threat. And and yeah. I I just I think both both schools have have epitomized that. And if we win tomorrow night, it's going to be because we play our best game of the season. It's not going to be because. Lagodi was looking to Saturday night. No, I'll tell you that not right at now. all. But, but think about this time next year, the interesting conversation. Yeah. Barreve yeah. might be the favorite. Yeah. You know, it, it'll be. Well, and I was thinking that when, when Mike was talking that, you know, how often, very rarely, do you see the entire team? I mean, one senior, and but he gets limited minutes or mediocre minutes for Barreve. It's the same team. I mean, they're going to roll. They're just going to roll right into next year. So, North yeah. Davies being one of them. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah, that's yeah. a different story there. It's a whole yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not even going to ask for predictions. I, I think well, we will ask Albert. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Albert! <laughs> I mean, Mr. Uh, let's see. Do we want to talk about? Uh, does Washington have any chance against Heritage Hills? Yeah. Okay. I oh, think yeah. so too. I, uh, I think yeah. they can shoot. I think if Knighty gets hot, they've got a chance. Uh, yeah, they're old, I, and and I know they play some younger people, but I don't know. Greg, I, I don't, I don't, the Vikings or the Lions don't play Heritage Hills, but lots of freshmen and sophomores down there. Uh, they don't. Washington doesn't have the best player in the game, but they've got the best senior in the game. I yeah. think that means something. He's picked to the. He's going to play on that All Star team in what, April. HBCA. Yeah. Yep. Um, does it? Okay. So regardless of who wins that game, anybody beat North Davis? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I don't, I don't either. You know, I thought I thought Pike Central might give him a game last night. I never even heard the final. It, it, it was what forty-eight to thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. I mean, sixteen points and and. Honestly, I was impressed with Pike Central. I mean, it, they just, I, North, they, North Davies did to them what they have done to Lagodi, Barive, and anybody else they played this year is when they feel like locking you down on defense. They can. They can do it. And there's not a lot you can do about it. And as your your point earlier, when they need something to happen, they just throw it to number two. Number and two. he goes and yeah. does it. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't matter really what it is they need. He just does it. You and, know what? He, he's, he's like Jeff Doyle. He's been in all three of our programs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, Jeff's been in Shoals, too. But uh, isn't that amazing, though? Is there is that 
at North Davies, and he's going to go down probably as the best player North Davies has ever had. How ironic or weird or whatever that – how can you set the assist and the point record in the same game? Like That's that, crazy. The Gre- odds Greg, of that happening – Greg doesn't. On the same yeah. – I know, I know Greg has no recollection of this at all, but back in uh, in 2013, Bar-Eve, we had we had knocked off Ligoti in the sectional championship, and we won the, uh, won the sectional, and we're playing in the regional. And I got a hold of John Mullen. And I said, hey, I, I, I would – what we talked about off air, I said I'd love to claim our spot tonight just to get our radio stuff set up and, and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll be out of your way. And he said, oh, he said, um, you know, literally there's nothing going on in JBA tonight. He said, he said, I got a little kid's practice. He said, come up, back door's open. And he said, I'll be up to talk to you and whatever you need. So we're setting up. And John is running this little kid's basketball practice. And I remember calling Coach Hughes when we left. And I said, whatever's happening tomorrow, you better enjoy it. Because you had a, a second grade Jalen Mullen. Mm-hmm. You had a, um, you know, a Peyton Bledsoe. You had a lot of people don't remember Dax Bailey, who now is a star at Tecumseh. More on the baseball side, but the kid's averaging darn near 20 points a game as a basketball player. He was a Ligoti Lion. Uh, uh, Scott Reed was the AD. His son yeah. now plays at Gibson Southern. Yeah. So Ligoti had all these people. And then there was the Bauer kid already coming over from Shoals, and everybody said, well, you know, in the sixth grade, he's moving to Ligoti, and his buddy's coming with him. And then you had the Wildman twins. And, I mean, I was, I was watching their dribbling drills, and I was just like, are these kids in the fifth grade? And they're like, <laughs> no, they're in the second or third grade. And I, wow. I, I just remember thinking, holy cow. I mean, and we had just come off the state championship. And just came off yeah. the state championship. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that was the uh, – that's one of the few sectionals we've won since then. Uh, we, we won one or two, but 2013, you got us. Got us in the yeah. – got, got you in the final. Yeah. Yep. Well, here's what I think, All and right. then I'll, I'll just make everybody mad like I do in Bloomfield on a weekly basis. Hey, by the way, Bloomfield, I think you're going to win your sectional, and I think you're the favorite to win the uh, the – why? If one of the two favorites, three favorites to win the state title. So okay, wait a minute. Why, 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 why are you so concerned okay, about Bloomfield? Okay, I'm going to tell you. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll tell you the story. Hey, by the way, I'm going to preface this. I love Bloomfield. I love all my Cardinals. <laughs> this, I love, I love well, all I'm, of them. I'm curious because Bloomfield is such a great, great town, and I'm just wondering and what you have against wonderful, it. wonderful. <laughs> it started three years ago on this very podcast oh, okay. when Bloomfield was ranked third in the state, and I went to watch them play thinking, I think it was the Barry Bloomfield game, and thinking, I'm excited to go see this team. They didn't, I'm not going to say they didn't have anybody that could dribble. They didn't have a guard that could handle the basketball to the level of the number three team in the state. And I said on this very podcast, if that's the number three team in the state, we're in big trouble as a state. So, um, I... I made the point that I have a rule in the NCAA tournament. I never trust Kansas, and I never trust Purdue. So I added to that list, I never trust Bloomfield. And so I, I got word that – You've got fan mail. I've got, I've got mail, and, and I've gotten um, word. But they listen, so thank you for listening. And But I'm going to go on record. They still listen? Oh, they well, they listen to get mad. Oh, okay, <laughs> I think so. right. selective listening. Yeah, but, but I'm on behind, I'm on the Cardinal train this year. I think they're I think they're they're a very very good team, and from what I understand, they're very nice kids. So uh, good luck to Bloomfield this year. But and, but but okay, let me let me add a fuel little fuel to the fire. Okay, 
I mean, is there any any way in the world they don't at least go to the semi-state? I don't with, think with, so. With that area and the, the tournaments that they're in? I really don't. I, I mean, and, and they're so good. I mean, that, their girls' team made yeah. the semi-state and, yeah. you know, had a rough year. Yeah. So I, I really think that I, I, I don't think there's any way that they don't. But uh, and, and the southern states, the, the southern schools, one of them probably will win the state. Right. I mean, oh, it yeah, take, I, I think so. It doesn't matter. Well, I guess it would matter if you have upsets at Bloomfield, Lagodi Orleans, whoever else is up there. But but the southern section is it's so top heavy to state in 1A yeah. to the south. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. This year, which no, yeah, yeah. no Bowman Academy. <laughs> but anyway, I watched them. I, I always said I just don't trust them. They always seem to let me down. And I watched them go toe to toe with one of the best teams in the state in any class. So. Uh, I'm behind you. You go at it. Um, <laughs> Doesn't sound convincing. <laughs> no, I really can't. But there's no weeks. Yeah. Bloomfield Cardinals. Listen, kind of like my I'm wife not, when she says nothing's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not nothing's wrong. I'm not winking. I'm not crossing my fingers. Yeah. Nothing. I think you're a good team. You've 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 well, won me team. over. They're you've, a good team. You've won me yeah. over. Um, I don't think there's. Oh, I know. What I was gonna say. I was gonna make my prediction. Whoever wins tomorrow night goes to play. Orleans, I think if Barreve wins, Orleans wins the sectional. I think if Lagodi wins tomorrow night, Lagodi wins the sectional. Okay, I'll go along with that. What about you, Mike? <laughs> um, and my here's my I reasoning. And I, I, I know you know. I listen. I live in Montgomery too. I'm rooting yeah. for Barreve, but I root for all the schools because of just the way I do this, this stuff. Anyway. Um, I think it's the same as Orleans last year. I don't know they can do it two days in a row. I, I think I think that is a fair assessment. But I will say that you know one of our better games of the year was down at Orleans, mm -hmm. a four point yep. loss. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm with you. I and I'm not saying it to. And I hope they do. If I'm, they were lucky enough to beat Lagodi, I hope they do win it. You know, they say it in gambling or whatever. You know, fade the heat. I'm not fading the heat to Lagodi. I, I I think Lagodi's got the most ways to win the sectional of nope. of anybody. And, and and last year they didn't. It it was Peyton or bust. Peyton and, or bust. And, way to put and, it. and and I, I, those juniors who've always won up and down the grades as well, backing up Peyton's class. You know, they've grown up a year. Uh, Leighton Jeffers is making. Darn near fifty percent of his threes. I, I said it off the air. I think I think Drew Walker is an adult, and I, you know I, I don't know the kid. I know his mom and his dad, and you know lived with his uncle Clay and 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 all that good stuff. Which if he's the adult and he's related to Clay Strawn, I don't know how, but still, <laughs> I, I, I Drew. I, I I'm just so impressed with his presence. Um, I, I just think they've got a lot of ways, um, a lot of ways to get things done. But but. I'm not going to say, you know, when you talk about Josh or Ryan, you know, who, who's the best coach in a sectional? I'm not ready to do any of that. Who's the most accomplished coach in a sectional? It's Tom Bradley at Orleans. Yeah, there you go. He's That's won true. the most games. He's been around the longest. Yeah. And he's never been bad. And I just recently met him. What a oh, cool just guy. A great guy. <laughs> great guy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He, he is. Now, the thing with Orleans, though, they seem to – they don't the, go wait very a minute. Far. This is from yeah. the guy, yeah. the, the guy that picked Shoals over Orleans. Remember yeah. that? Which, by the way, Orleans looked so good last night. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, did I pick Shoals over Orleans? I maybe you, you maybe I did something temporarily yeah. overcame yeah. your body. Yeah, yeah. It, it did. It did. But uh, you know, we, we, when you Orleans does not have a good track record of going very far in the tournament. Yeah, you know? they yeah. they they have had and, some. And I'm with you guys. I love Tom Bradley. I, 
great coach, great guy. But for whatever reason, and maybe it's been uh, the teams they played because that's what happens. You run up against a Bowman Academy or something like that. But, sure. But they just – and I think they think this is their year. Right. And if they get by that sectional, it may very well be. And I, 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 I will not say anybody's name on the air, but I have close friends in both places, as everybody knows. And after that four-overtime game, just a, I think it was a week of the girls' sectional championship, I talked to one of my very closest Ligoti friends, and we'll talk about him off the air, and I talked to my closest Orleans friend, and I talked to him 24 hours apart, and I asked both of them the same question. Who's better? And both of them said, we're better. <laughs> and... Ligoti, the, the argument was Peyton is just coming back. We're, we're trying to put people back in spots. Yeah. The Orleans argument was we felt like we had the game won three times. And we didn't win it. And furthermore, they said we played Ligoti absolutely straight. And we would never do that Again. when it counts. Yeah. And that's – and I think everybody's got really valid points. Yeah. But to me – there's something to be said, and, and you know, watch, watch Ian Hall <laughs> score 80 points on the weekend yeah. or something stupid. But there's something to be said about having the best player. Yeah. And, and Peyton Bledsoe. That's right. He's historically just the best player in the sectional right now, and I, and I, I don't think you can argue that. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to this show on Friday. If you somehow slip into a coma or something, just tune in to our podcast next week and find out what happened. Yeah. 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 But Orleans um, – their defense is unlike what Ligoti's seen in quite some time, mm. um, probably okay. since Orleans. And Orleans didn't play probably, like you said. The de- I, although, you know, I don't know how you don't, right? I, I mean, you're in those games, Orleans, everybody's playing to win. Right. So, so what, what are they not showing? Are they not going zone? Well, I can't remember well, that well, they, There will be no zone. We'll talk about it. Man-to-man, yeah. I, I, I man, they're really good. It, they're, they're really they're, quick. There they're, they're some things, and I, and I can talk about it from, from the way that you know, I know other teams have tried to, to play Ligoti. They felt like initially just some real simple things that they had talked about, you know, how we're going to guard like, a, you know, they felt like Ligoti does a lot of dribble handoff stuff. Yes. And yes. felt like we had coached, here's how we are going to handle Ligoti's dribble handoffs. Mm-hmm. And you have two people who are dealing with a handoff and one person behind him talking to it. But if one person screws it up, it's a Peyton Bledsoe three-point basket. And they, felt, and they felt like Peyton got him a couple times, not on, not on uh, anything other than their own miscommunication. That's why he got the open shot, not because of bad defense, but because somebody just forgot, this is what we're supposed to do right here. Last now, year, now, they had trouble getting those handoffs done after they, well, Goaty made their run. So. And, and maybe, that's, maybe I'm not letting any secret, not that mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell Greg <laughs> anyway, but – and, and, and like I said, Ligoti, they also have the argument, we felt like we had the game won. And, and, yeah. and we, were, we were running on fumes and trying to put it back together and just turned it over late one time, and that's all it takes down there especially. Yeah, I don't know why, and I, and I probably haven't said that this in 15 years, I don't know why anybody would play zone against Ligoti at this point. No, not the way they no. – I, I mean, they're just knocking down open shots, and we've not said that about a Ligoti team in, in a long time. But – and Orleans won't. I mean, why would they? Yeah. They're, they're quick. They're man-to-man. Ligoti's not real quick. That, that's one thing that other teams have. Ligoti has height. 
Ligoti will have the height advantage again. So that might be a reason to go zone is to stop Parker down low and, and Peyton post down there too. You know? Right. Uh, and that's what Ligoti did a lot when they've been really successful is the high-low with Peyton and Parker. And, and even in, in the sectional, whether it's Bar-Reeve or Orleans, Ligoti's going to have the height advantage. Yeah. yeah. Um, still have to knock down the three-point shots that are open because they're going to get some. Yep. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. Yep. So. I'm, I'm excited. We want to do this. You want to wait? Let's roll a couple of them. All right, out let's there. do let's, let's, uh, this, this real quick background. This is on Facebook. A, uh, a kid that grew up in my hometown. He's now an assistant coach at Robinson. Dad was a longtime coach all over the place at VU. And he put out this list and said, Hey, I want to, I feel like arguing today. I'm going to put out this list of my thoughts on basketball and you can shoot me down. Number one, block shots are overrated. Most of the time, the offense. Oh, Corey Ray, he's an assistant at Robinson, Illinois. Block shots are overrated. Most of the time, the offense gets the ball back anyway. Kids trying to block shots usually lead to fouls. I'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze. Wall up instead. High school basketball, I agree. I agree. I, I, Other I, than Hannah Bledsoe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kiddingly said uh, anytime you try to block a three-point shot, the coach should take you out right then. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it and that cost happens. Jennings or uh, Bedford well, a was that sectional. The difference? Was yeah. that the difference? Fouled with eight, up three, eight seconds left. Kid takes a deep three, and they foul yeah. him. He drains all three. Yeah, but, but, that, but that happens. You, you try to, for some reason, block that three-point shot. Now, I know you want to get a hand in the face, but more often than not, you're going to get three free throws. So, I, 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 I think there are times, especially, like Greg said, and, and I say this. There's our, very few good shot to, blockers. To, to our junior high kids. And I, I would compare that with – trying to get a steal and you and, and that was always a rule in junior high if you can't steal it and you can't deflect it stay down play stay defense. in the stance yep. and and if you run past the play especially against a good team if 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 Bahari friday night if we if if donnie miller or or braden nepp decide i i'm gonna get a steal here and you and you dive past the play and grandma and grandpa stand up and clap and say oh you're playing so hard well now guess what guys you're playing five on four mm -hmm. yeah and Peyton Bledsoe is one of the yeah. five. So, so gambling, so yeah. It, 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 it's the same concept. So I, I, I agree with I that. Know you're, I know you're what Deco's going to say on this one. Youth programs that primarily play zone defense are stunting the development of their players. Oh, my God. I, do you even – I mean, I, you're on the record with I, this I, one. I, 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 listen, I'm, I'm not – and I saw Coach Haywood, you know, and, 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 and uh, Cam, and, and uh, I think it was Jack Fellers coaching a, a little Ligoti team last week. It's third grade basketball, but our, our third grade Vikings, uh, Coach Thompson's kid's going to be a, a whale of a player. And I just hadn't seen him play a ton. And I thought, you know, before I coached last Sunday at Jasper, I'm going to get there a couple hours early and I'm going to watch our third graders. And they're in the semifinals and playing uh, Evansville Memorial. And I get there and they're going up against a 1 3 1 trap, third grade basketball. Yeah. And I thought, this is insane. Yeah. And I said, the only thing that would make me change my mind is if I saw Evansville Memorial's 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th grade all doing the exact same thing because then, like we talked about with Lee Cavanaugh earlier, because that's what the varsity's going to do. But every grade that I saw them, everybody was doing something different. Yeah. You had, you had a couple third-grade dads right. who were trying to win games. Yeah. I, and and, and I, I just – listen, I just, I, I just think that's asinine. Uh, let's see. Uh, I wish ball screen. I, he doesn't care what I. Yeah. I oh, I'm sorry. I thought. I, no, I no, thought no, you were no, deferring. No. Move, move on. Move on. I'm good. I'm good. I wish ball screens were illegal. They are effective, and I don't blame coaches for using them. I just like basketball with more things happening away from the ball. Hmm. Uh, I'll let Greg talk now. I guess I don't understand. So, so he doesn't like. I think he's talking about that 
guy that just stands out there and constantly does oh, nothing. Oh, yeah, just going back and yeah, forth. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's usually a big guy, you know, and usually it's an <laughs> illegal one anyway. So, yeah, in that case, I, I understand that. But but to create separation on those handoffs that, that Lagodi is going to have, you're going to have to some, have some people pick those defenders off. Yeah. I don't disagree with that one. Uh, here's a hot topic almost right up there with class basketball. High school basketball needs a shot clock. Basketball teams are scoring in the mid-30s. It isn't fun to watch. I hate keep-away basketball. This is the one that I, 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 I wouldn't say I disagree, but I think I disagree. I thought about it when you sent me this earlier. and I, 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 This is where I have an advantage over Bateman. You've already sent me this. I, I, I well, the agree. host need to like, I, I, seem smarter. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And 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 when I I used to be in the of the thinking that we do have a shot clock, it's eight minutes long. And then I I met Jeff Doyle, my my friend now my boss, who had forty one points tonight in the seniors versus faculty game, an all time <laughs> record by the way. Did they? Yes, well, wait a minute. And, did they have forty seven thousand fouls like they did last year? The faculty? No, they okay. were they were clean and elegant all right. tonight. All right, we'll take it. No, but you know. Jeff mentioned that in 1990 at Lagodi, when they were undefeated and went to the semi-state one class, Lagodi led the state in scoring. Yeah, right. Yeah, I've heard everybody think, that. oh, you know, butcher ball and blah 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 blah. I I think there is a way to have a shot clock where it's not onerous, and then I think you can get down to the last minute of a quarter and just say shot clock's off. Okay. You, you know, you get it back with a minute. You're Lagodi, you're Bar Eve, you're North Davies. You can have the last possession if you want. But otherwise, you know, I, I've thought about it before. You know. 35 to 33 in a in a 32 minute game is literally like just it's not even hitting 50 points in a college basketball game. Who wants to watch IU and Michigan play this weekend? And it's 48 to 46. You'd look at that immediately and just go, that, that is terrible. But Greg, does it take away from a team that has the ability? And it's not easy. We watched the Bar Reeve girls, who were a pretty decent 1A team. They had a hard time sometimes holding it for 40 seconds. Yeah. Do you penalize a team that can? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. I have seen the most exciting 33 to 32 games, 29 to 28 games with Bar Reeve, even overtime, nail-biting. So, uh, you know, when, when, you, when I think of that, you know, when I think the Lagoda years, Lagoda slowed it down whenever they played big teams and they knew that they could outsmart them, you know. They would just work and work and work till they fell asleep or in an overtime. Yeah. You know, hey, it's, it's do or die here. So we might hold the ball because if we've got possession, the other team's not going to win. Right. But surprisingly enough, I thought about this too because my, my, I've always thought, no, this is Lagodi. We don't want a shot clock. I think 60 seconds would be a good start. I, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. So, okay. And like, like by, it doesn't need to be 24. But I was thinking yeah. 45. I, if I you mean, have a 24 or 35, I mean, I mean these kids aren't going to know what to do. You, you have one pass, now what? You know, and now you've got to look at the shot clock. You've got to look at the game clock. You know, these are 15, 16, 17-year-old kids. I guess they do this in other states, right? I, you know, well, I, don't, I really like, don't know. Our, our, our package, when we built the new gym, they do not sell packages anymore. And, and, and I, I know you can buy things individually, but, you know, the, the way gyms are outfitted right now, let's say Lagodi, after the season, we want a new scorer's table. Well, they'll come to you and say, well, we'll, through, we'll throw in two backboards and, and uh, game clocks that go on top of the backboards to go along with your new scorer's table. They do not throw in now. Like, you, you don't buy things that go on the backboard without that shot clock attachment mm. ready to roll. So if you, we could take a field trip after this is over and go up and look in the new Viking arena and look up and you'll see it. It's ready. 
Yeah, it's ready. Will it ever happen? We don't know, but it's but but that's how they're that's how they're doing business now. Speaking of, I think I heard you say this the same thing we did. How much do you hate that timeout clock at Springs Valley? I hate it. I don't understand <laughs> it. I don't understand it. And now, maybe it's selfish because obviously I'm I'm looking down and I'm thinking, okay, it's thirty two forty two with four minutes. And yeah, you look up at the clock I did it. No I, 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 for a second, I was like, "Wait, they didn't stop the clock." You tried I to fight re- somebody because you said the clock was running. The good broadcaster, I guess, will in there with the timeout right down the right down the time. I've never done that in my life. No, I and bear, I'm caught I, off guard with it. Every I have single to ask time. him what the score is sometimes after because they turn the <laughs> we clock. Did, we did that in last, Washington yeah, last night. Do we as fans need to know how much time they have left until the no buzzer goes off? Absolutely, is that what the buzzer is for? One hundred percent not. We don't need to know. I, and it's the only place I've ever seen it, so there's a reason they do it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah. some, and, the, and the reason I, I thought about that, too, someone, uh, oh, Lawrenceville, Illinois, was at Newton last night in, a, in one of their tournament games, and a buddy of mine, Chip, said, this isn't volleyball. We don't need to know. I don't know. Do they do that in volleyball? Well, they must in Illinois. But anyway, a uh, couple more real quick. Okay. I, I agree with this one 1,000%. My daughter played at Batesville and, and was on a little team that played up at the Indy Hoops League. Scratch that. They do do that in volleyball because my wife is the queen of the 12-second timeout. Okay. Well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, you get a minute. Yeah. She takes 11 okay. seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. They do. Now, now, that I say, now that you say that. Third-grade girls played on 10-foot rims, which I was thought was the most ridiculous thing. It's asinine for fourth-grade girls to play on 10-foot rims. You shouldn't. You should play on a smaller rim so you can learn proper shooting technique. Well, is that not the same for boys? Uh, anybody. I'm yeah. just saying, in my experience, it was the girls, third-grade girls playing on 10-foot rims was ridiculous. We had... Uh, You're throwing the ball at that and, point. And this is... Set, when he was still in college, we had Jordan Halls come in one time uh, with his dad, JC, and, and just a, a little individual camp clinic for our junior high kids. I mean, this has been 10 years ago. And, you know, Jordan Halls was an amazing shooter at IU. But his dad talked about how, you know, he would put rules on, on Jordan when he was in the second, third, fourth grade, how you're not going to shoot on a 10-foot rim. You're not going to sit out there and throw threes. Right. You're going to shoot with a girl's ball. Yeah. You know, you're going to do all you're of You're going to shoot the basketball. You're going to shoot the basketball. Uh, yeah. You're going to learn you, things You can work on your form with a 7-foot goal. Right. You can't. With a 10-foot goal. No. And, and, and he was adamant that, hey, when I feel like you're a good enough free throw shooter, then we'll shoot a 17-footer. And then when I feel you're good at, and, and how it, it was this years-long process. And it worked. Yeah, and it worked. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was the size of, <coughs> of the ball. It was the height of the rim. It was where yeah. you could shoot. It was and it made tons of sense to me by the time he was but I, I haven't But I haven't followed really second, third, fourth grade basketball. Lucky you. Well, yeah. I, I guess so my question is. They should be learning how to dribble so, and not so play they, games. Second grade, third grade girls. They do play on 10-foot rims? Yeah. We, we did in Batesville. We went third grade yeah. when Olivia was in third grade, and, and that team in Batesville is going to be pretty good. That was one of the things when we moved here. I was like, oh, I hate to take her away from these because they were really good. But, yes, they went to the Indy Hoops League, and they played on 10-foot goals. I, in I the remember third when, grade. My, when my daughter, now I'm talking, I don't know how many years, but played at the Y League in Washington. I'm talking little. It was whatever, seven-foot goal yeah. or something. Yeah, and that's I what it should I, be. I mean, how many second-grade girls, even boys for that matter, can no, it's can get it there from the free now. Having line. said that, I was shocked because I threw a fit and said this is absolutely ridiculous. And we averaged 30, 40 points a game somehow. I don't know how it happened. But. Deals and layups. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, did we cover it all? The well, only thing we didn't cover, real quick, is 
we are recording tonight at Red Bones Bar and Grill in Montgomery, Indiana, and you can't get anything bad here. Cindy, do you have anything bad on the menu? Nope, not one thing, she yep. said. Come to Red Bones where the good times roll. Get your my favorite thing, not on the menu. Ask for the B3 podcast burger. It's a mushroom and Swiss. It's really good. Um, as you know, as we've described, Todd loves those wings. He loves the wings. He, he it's, wear, it's, he, it's about a 15, 20 napkin endeavor. <laughs> they're, they're, it's, it, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's we some. We don't care, Todd. We don't care, Todd. <laughs> Greg's like you. Well, you know, I, I didn't know about that until Greg's well to, after. Greg's used to professional broadcast. No, 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 no. This is a blast. But I, I didn't know about that situation until well after somebody said something about it. What happened? And uh, now that you bring that up, it's just funny. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come to Red Bones, say hi to Cindy, and, and come on a Wednesday or Thursday night when we're recording and say hello to the B3 yeah. podcast. Yeah, pop in. Um, I noticed nobody did. Dude. Albert did. Albert did. Albert, did. Sure. Albert always yeah. hangs around yeah. and listens. We yes, always try did. to get him on mic, and he says no. Yeah. Uh, I think we can, you know, like in, on Saturday Night Live, Steve Martin, who else? Goodman. Uh, a few guys uh, have the the jacket yeah. the, after being a host five times. It's kind of like us. You know, you have an open invitation for John Patrick Mullen, Mike Wagner, and I think we can add Greg Bateman to can that. Can we throw list. Bateman? I think so. No, it's, it's Thursday nights? Well, it's either Wednesday or Thursday, but now that you're in the you're in the uh, ex- exclusive text thread, <laughs> we'll let you know. Yeah, I want to talk to you about that text thread. <laughs> Should we do it off the air? And by the way, it had nothing to do with any of us. Yeah. We're talking to you, Mike Wagner. I know, but, but for an hour straight, I tried to go into my computer. I was charging my phone and do a little work. Ding! I'd have to get up because it might be we'll important. Let, we'll let Wags explain yeah. why he missed tonight's show when yeah. he next yep. time. Yeah, if you see Mike Wagner tomorrow night, just say, hey, Wag, where were you on yeah. Thursday? Ask him. Say, yep. where in the heck were you? We were, we were ready. But uh, it's going to be a heck of a weekend. I had my, I had my TV picks already, and that was on the agenda. I oh, I, I forgot. No, I did. No, we no, got in no. that list yeah, real quick. Fine. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. No, heck, I'll tell you mine because I had it. Right. it mine's fast. Okay. It's the classic CBS Sunday night lineup. 60 minutes. Yeah. Alice, one day at a time, yeah. the Jefferson or Archie Bunker, yeah. the Jeffersons, and Trapper John. You That's the greatest you, you, ever. You, you can't beat that. Now, the must-see Thursday nights, though, when you have uh, Seinfeld and Cheers yeah, and such. I mean, but, but I remember the ABCs. What was it? Thank, TGI Fridays. You had yeah. – uh, Family Matters and Perfect Strangers and those comedies, but all right. So that that's what I. Have. I that's can't believe I, have. I forgot. Oh, that's God. all I. Have. Well, I know this. Is, I'm going to get canceled, but I it's I've made it this far. It's been a great run. <laughs> <laughs> NBC Thursday night here. I said it. Bateman, you're with me. Yeah. You can nod. Yeah, uh, it was good. Lead off. Cosby, Cosby show. Right? Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah. Followed yeah. by. Yeah. Family ties. Yeah. In the hole. Cheers. That's a pretty good Thursday night. That was my the, list. Yeah. Friends. Friends. I mean, Seinfeld. Was and then ER. Three. Well. That's more of my I, I think they overlapped some. But, yeah. Uh, but you're, you're right on. Thir- yeah, Thursday that night, Thursday night, yeah. NBC was tough. But yeah. I don't know. Give me Vic Tay back every day. Alice? Alice. I yeah. loved Alice. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. All right. Hey, guys, thanks. I love it. Yeah, it was great. You're welcome anytime, absolutely anytime. And and I do have to say I'm sorry 
we had Gene Miller sitting here waiting to get on, and we we start running late. And wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. There he is. Yeah, no, he just. He just uh, sorry, he just left. All right. Anyway, next time we'll bump Gene this time, but we'll definitely get Coach Miller on on the next show and talk about uh, what happened in the sectional. Thank you to Greg Bateman. He's the best there ever was. No, I'm not, but thank you guys. The voice of the Vikings. Listen to him this weekend. <laughs> Listen to me every morning on the Morning Shakeup. We are the B3 Podcast. Tommy Lynn sells. Still guilty, Jan. Deal with it.